Welcome to the DJE Podcast, where you will learn about real estate investing from real life examples. Here's your host, Devin Elder. Oh, hello and welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us today. My guest is Alex Tam. He's the founder of Zephyr Equity Group. Really interesting guy, very intelligent, high energy gentleman. I enjoyed our chat. I think you enjoy it too. He started um, opening medical offices in 2009 and still does that. So he, he kind of has three primary businesses, the medical offices, the um, virtual assistant agency, which we'll, we'll, I'll talk about more, and then real estate investing, uh, you know, obviously to is what we talk a lot about on the show, but multifamily real estate investing. So he's got a lot of plates spinning and I'm always curious to learn from entrepreneurs, best practices, what they're, what they're doing there. And so uh, we had an interesting discussion around the VA agency. He's got over days now trying to pull that business. It's pretty wild. Um, helping business owners do all manner of things from marketing to outbound calling and, and things like that. And of course, he's in real estate and investing in multifamily in the Midwest, South and Southeast. So we talk about what he's looking for there, how they participate in those types of things. Um, Alex is a, a like-minded person, which is the reason I have this podcast. I want to talk to other entrepreneurs, other business owners and really just talk shop because I enjoy doing that, but also try to learn from their successes and their mistakes and at my own business. And hopefully you can apply it to your own life and business too. So enjoyable conversation with Mr. Alex Tam. We'll get into that. Um, if you're enjoying the DJE podcast, thanks for spending time with us. A five-star review means a lot and that helps spread the word the way the old podcast algorithm works. So if you could leave a five-star review, that'd be much appreciated. We're going to get into uh, an ad read from our sponsors and then we'll get into the interview with Alex. Thanks so much. This episode is brought to you by DJE Texas Management Group, a San Antonio, Texas-based real estate investment firm with a track record of transacting on several hundred million dollars of multifamily land and industrial deals throughout Texas. DJE's been in business for over a decade and is approaching 100 team members in San Antonio. To learn more about DJE, visit djetexas.com or the link in the show notes of this episode. This episode's also brought to you by apartmenteducators.com complete ecosystem for professionals to learn how to find, finance, and operate large multifamily properties for profit. You can get started with a free mini course and learn more at apartmenteducators.com or visit the link in the notes. Alex, it's great to see you. Thanks for jumping on today. How are you? Doing great, Devin. How are you? Doing fantastic. Fantastic. So uh, yeah, I want to dive in and, and learn more about your story for folks listening that have haven't met you or or uh, connected with your group. Love to learn some of your background and how you got into this uh, this crazy game of real estate. Oh, absolutely. So I started my uh, medical office back in 2009, and between 2009 and 2018, that's all I did was just as a chiropractor. I'm just running the medical office. We have other chiropractors, nurse practitioners in the office. Then I ended up going to a Grant Cardone 10x conference. So from there, that was the first time I've ever even learned about a syndication and what it could do, you know, the power of real sure. estate. 
So we started investing with Cardone Capital. And then I found this website that a lot of people probably know. I was brand new and I didn't know called Bigger Pockets. Right. So we started looking at bigger pockets, finding other syndications, invested as an LP. And as an LP, it's it's as easy as just writing a check, right? You're writing a check, you wait for the operations to stabilize, and then you start getting returns. Well, in 2021, by uh, September of 2021, my wife and I decided, you know, we've seen a lot of operators do really well, transition their career from what they're doing into real estate. Now, that's not what I want to do. I don't want to fully transition, but- sure. How can we help our friends also invest? Because one of the problems were my friends were asking me about the investments that we were doing. And all I could do as an LP, because I didn't know the other side of it, is I could just refer them. I said, oh yeah, go look at Grant Cardone's website or go look at Ashcroft Capital's website. Sure. And none of them really took action. They just, I just told them, I said, this is how I invested. But enough of them whether it's doctors and other business owners who are friends of mine who had enough interest where they said, Alex, tell us more. And because I didn't know more, any more than I knew how to invest, I thought, you know what? We need to learn. We need to figure this out on what are the GPs doing so that when people are asking us, if they're trusting us for advice, I need to be able to trust myself to give them advice on what I feel is best for them. And that's when we joined Jake and Gino in October of 2021. Soon after joining Jake and Gino, we joined the MIH Mastermind uh, by Marco. And from there in 2022, we had joined a team and uh, joined a GP team and got into our first GP position. And since then, in 2022, we have been involved in three deals as GPs and five other deals as JVs. And we realized we we like both. You know, right. we didn't have to choose one or the other. So that's how our real estate journey has um, really blossomed over the years. Yeah, I like it. Thanks for shedding some light on that. I always tell people there's there's a lot on the menu. You know, you really can kind of choose from really knowing a very little and, and getting a relationship with an operator and writing right. a check. And that's that's most people and that's most positions and that's fine. And the people that are fortunate enough to have their capital work for them, that's a, that's a great spot to be in. And then you can continue to ramp up your responsibility and earnings along the way, all the way through to, you know, hey, you want to be the primary GP running the deal and, and running around every day doing the work, that's <laughs> fine too. And that can be lucrative. Um, but there's, there's, there's areas in between that, uh, where you really can kind of find a spot where you can add some value to a team, add some value to some investors and, and make it work within the context of your schedule or whatever other stuff you're doing. You know, we're talking before in the green room here, you've got medical practice and a couple of different markets. And so you have a lot of stuff going on. Is that still kind of your outlook that you don't really want to go full time and leave medical practice, but you do want to participate in real estate? Oh yeah. I want to deeply participate in real estate and getting other investors involved and educating people. Because one of the sure. big problems that I saw among healthcare providers and business, people who are in business is they make the money. Now the next step is, okay, what am I going to do with it? Right? Do I just right. put it in the stock market and let it ride? 
And I'm not saying to people to take everything out, but I'm right. saying, here's another option, right? Here's another option for you. Let's take a look at it and see if it's right for you. I get asked the question, do I want to give up my medical practice? And because of all the, the natural IV therapy, vitamin therapy, we get spinal decompression and everything that we do, I like to keep it just so that I can use it myself so I can have right. access to the best healthcare that we provide. <laughs> sure. You know, I don't sure. want to lose that. Yeah, no, that totally makes sense. That totally makes sense. And the systems, processes, employees, all that stuff's already set up, right? Yeah. The yeah. work's done. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, that's, that's very interesting. So what was, um, what, let's talk about kind of markets and how you guys are participating. Um, what do you guys look for as you've gone through this journey and learn about these syndications participated a bunch? Um, what are you looking for in terms of market or types of deals that what we realize doing? what we realize is that we really like the Midwest, the South and the Southeast. Right. Not saying the Northeast is not good. Um, part of the North, you know, as well, when you we have a property in Cincinnati, Indianapolis, that's actually where I'm heading later this week to okay. visit those properties, right? But nothing too far West, nothing too far East. Because what we realize is a lot of people are moving. Companies and people alike are moving to the Midwest. They're moving to the South and Southeast. And we want to be on the path of progress, right? We want to grow where people are going to be um, compared to, you know, so many people leaving out of California and that is not our ideal place to invest. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. You've also got, you've got a lot of factors there, whether it's weather, whether it's landlord friendly environment, population trends, a lot of things happening in those markets. Mm -hmm. Um, how did it work for you guys kind of starting up Zephyr, your equity group, and figuring out kind of all the pieces that you need to do to kind of launch something from scratch, whether it's your, your marketing, your branding, your follow-up sequences. Was that something that you guys already had a skill set from being business owners? Or did you, you know, did you engage somebody to, to do a turnkey solution? Because I've seen some people kind of a natural propensity to get all that kind of marketing and communication stuff set up and others struggle with it. How did you guys approach that? Yeah, that's a great question because of the marketing background that I have in running our own Facebook ads, Google, and our social media. I also have virtual assistants as well and also a virtual assistant agency. So part of what we do for others is really getting their name, their brand, their social media out there. So when we took over and, and looked at, well, what does Zephyr Equity stand for? We looked at the mission vision, right? Our sure. core values and looked at what a process of follow-up should be. Like in our medical practice, we have a 180-day follow-up process between right. emails, texts, calls. So we just follow the same thing, same idea with different information for our real estate. And so far it's worked well. Yeah, that's fantastic. So you had all that built already for your medical practice, and it was right. just kind of a, cop, a copy paste. And did I understand it correctly, Alex? That you 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 have the agency, and now that's a service that you guys offer to, yeah. to others. Right. Oh, that's awesome. So, Is that specifically in real estate, or are you doing that on the medical side as well? It's it's anyone. It's any business yeah, owner. Okay. Uh, we mainly yeah. work with business owners, and how that came about was in 2016. 
I started off with one virtual assistant because I really wanted to get our practice out into the social media space, right? So I ended up editing graphics on Photoshop, videos on Adobe Premiere Pro, oh, yeah. and it was taking a lot of time. Well, right. one virtual assistant worked so well, I said, why not hire a second? And by um, the early of 2020, we had nine virtual assistants going into 10. Now we have 11. But one of the partners in real estate approached me and says, hey, Alex, I have one virtual assistant. You have 11. You must have some more experience than I do. I said, no, absolutely. I said, what are you, what are you thinking? Well, there has been a lot of real estate professionals that have been asking me about how to hire and everything. Would you be open to starting a business where we provide a service as an agency for other businesses? And I said, well, hey, it's just another business. It can't be uh, too crazy. It's a, let's try it out. And now we have 50 virtual assistants that are working for other clients and we're growing every single week because organically people are just reaching out to us and finding out, okay, Alex, I've heard good things. How can I get myself a virtual assistant and stop being overwhelmed and save some more time? Yeah, hundred percent. It's such a, we, we've had them over the years and I kind of think of this, this uh, complexity level one to 10 tasks and a virtual assistant can really handle kind of one through five, maybe even one through six, mm-hmm. which is a whole lot of, I mean, especially as a solopreneur or you're trying to start a new venture Right, I could eat up like eighty percent of your time doing those like low value tasks, and yeah. entrepreneurs, we're trying to like allocate resources here, and you know, doing the graphics yourself. Uh, that that's cool. I'm very fascinated by that. So, is it kind of a turnkey thing that you guys? I know this isn't specifically real estate, but mm-hmm. for the agency, is it just kind of a turnkey thing? Hey, we're going to take over social, you know, email marketing, or how do you guys kind of package it out to? to where, you know, you can present that to somebody. Yeah. So we usually have a discovery call, discovery call with a client to see exactly what their needs are. We have clients that are doctors, lawyers, accountants, real estate professional to, you know, cleaning services. So it really depends. I always have to look at, okay, number one, what does your business look like? And what do you want to do with where do you need help? What is this virtual assistant going to help with? Are they going to help with social media? Are they going to help with bookkeeping? Are they going to help with cold calling in taking calls, right? So I have to find out where your needs are. And then based on where your needs are, I will have a list of functionalities and skill sets that this virtual assistant needs to have. And then I'll let you know, like Devin, I need to let you know if that is a realistic one-person job or is it a multi multiple-person pe- job, right? Right. And then once we agree, okay, this is where you need the most help, then we go look for that person for you. We do all the interviews. They go through a three-step interview process, right? And find the perfect virtual assistant for you. Now, once we find that virtual assistant, that doesn't mean you have to go with that one. That just means that's the best one we found for you. Now you get to interview them to make sure that you guys are the right fit, right? And then we pick a start date and then start from there. Gotcha. So the the virtual assistant will work directly for the client? Oh, yeah. They're working directly for you full-time. So it's a full-time assistant. They're not, you know, working 
Like you're, you know, a lot of agencies where you don't even know who the virtual assistant is and you have to go through a middleman, you know, there's no middleman. It's virtual assistant works directly with you. And I want to make sure they do a good job. So there's no like month to month contract and whatnot. But although we do tell people, I said, just prepare for a 90 day period where there's a learning curve, right? With everything. Right. So if you're saying, really, that's, that's anybody. That's like any employee. So if you can't be committed and don't yeah. have the time for it, then, then then let's just wait until you do have the time. Right. Mm-hmm. I love it. So medical practice, mm-hmm. VA agency, yeah. real estate syndication, any other, you own a car dealership or anything else out there? No, that no, no, that's not within my wheelhouse. You know, <laughs> okay. I mean, when you look at everything, each one helps the other. Yes. The medical practice. Well, we help a lot of patients. The reason why I started the real estate was because friends and family really wanted to learn how to invest. And the virtual assistant is to help other business owners. Now, hopefully we do a good job helping business owners, help them make more money, scale their practice, systematically, you know, scale, right? Standard operating procedures and everything. And as they make more, they would trust us to invest with us now in real estate. So hopefully it's going to go full circle, right? A lot of my friends, right. when we get into groups and Zoom calls, they'll ask me like health questions. Hey, what supplements should I take? What should I do with this? What right. should I do with that? I mean, right. for me, it's looking at all the areas that we can add value. And if that real estate call ends up being a health call, then, hey, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. You've got something for them, right? right. I, I absolutely see how that's complimentary. What would you say to somebody that's maybe in your shoes a couple of years back when you're first getting a look at syndications? Because it's pretty amazing the amount of people that have the financial wherewithal to invest in these private placements that have no idea they exist. You mentioned that was the case. That was the case yeah. for me a number of years ago. Um, so what do you say to that person that's kind of just starting out on that journey and wants to go down the path that uh, that you have? How How, how can they... You know, what would have saved you maybe time or headaches or things like that when you're starting out? I think that what would have saved me a lot more time is initially meeting someone who's in the space, who right. I can get to know, build a relationship, who I can trust, right? And then ask for advice, ask for what to do. I felt like when I first started, it was just me looking up stuff online. True. I didn't reach out to people on bigger pockets. You know, I wasn't sure who I could trust. To begin with, right? I didn't know that. I, I, what I should have done looking back to it is listen to podcasts and hopefully uh, gravitate towards some speakers or, you know, podcast hosters like yourself and give you a call and say, hey, Devin, you know, I listened to your podcast and everything seems great. Can you tell me more about how real estate works? Right. And see their point of view and building relationships. You know, of course, real estate has a lot to do with numbers, location. But when it comes down to it, it's all about relationships, you see. And that's what uh, I wish I would have known more about that when I got started. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think there's there's so much content out there, which is fantastic, more than ever before. Yeah. Um, but it's easy to kind of be in your own head about it. And as soon as mm-hmm. you start talking to people, especially people that are you know, qualified and have, have done this kind of thing before, it really does change, change your... Uh, your perspective. And I think it's easy to spend a couple of years in kind of that thinking about it mode right. versus getting to talk to somebody 
And especially if you can form a friendship or, I mean, we just copy our peer group, right? So you get in that peer group with somebody that definitely accelerates things. How do you guys do that today? You mentioned a couple of masterminds. Are you still going to conferences and oh, things yeah. or what's kind of your cadence on, on that type of oh, stuff? Oh yeah. Going to conferences, meetups on Zooms. And I find that Zoom is really the, the area where you get to see people. And I always write down everyone's name, take screenshots, and then reach out to them on LinkedIn and really connect with them. The chances are, if they're on that same Zoom that I was on, they're going to have the same mindset, right? Right. About you know what what their thoughts are on real estate. They might be doing the same thing. They might be further ahead than I am, or I might be able to pull someone up from if they're just getting started. So that's where I really like to get to connect with people is through a lot of conferences and um, Zooms. And then afterwards, have one-on-one conversations with them. Right. Yeah, the opportunities to connect over these platforms is, uh, like I mentioned, it's it's never been, it's never been so plentiful to be able to connect with people like that. Hundred percent. And you're right. If, if somebody's taking the time out, they're spending a you know seven p.m. on a Zoom call or a weekend or something like that. Like this person's motivated, right? That's the kind of people you want to spend spend time oh, with. Oh yeah. Um. Ab- absolutely. So. How do you um how do you see the next couple of years for you guys? You have a whole lot going on. You got a lot of plates spinning. Is this are you working towards some definite end goal, uh, or do you just like to 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 work and have you know be a, a, a multiple business owner or what? Yeah. What do you see kind of for the next couple of years for what you guys are working on? No, that's a great question. I mean, the long run, we would love to be able to do more, get more and more invested in real estate, spending more time there while maintaining the the medical practice. I might even open a second practice as time goes on, but at the same time, the virtual assistant space is growing as well. You know, I do have, like you said, multiple plates spinning, but with multiple plates spinning, how I keep them spinning is having standard operating procedures for each document, document, document the processes. And the virtual assistant space, you know, we even have, we have virtual assistants working inside our virtual assistant company, right? Right. So as long as we're doing everything the way that we need to do and doing it well, I don't see any one of the three slowing down. Now, would I add something else? Not until these are starting to continue to scale, right? I'm always looking at trying to grow these three because they complement each other so well. So that's going to be my focus for the next three to five years. Yeah, I love it. Um, Gino Wickman's stuff, uh, EOS and Rocket Fuel, mm-hmm. particularly for me, yeah. was very influential to how I built my company. Are there any resources or books that were influential on how you architect these things and and scale? Yeah. Yeah, Traction was definitely a great book, right? With Rocket Fuel oh, yeah. and the EOS systems. That's wonderful. Uh, I believe that leadership is also key when you look at John Maxwell's leadership programs and leadership sure. books, because I'm always trying to build leaders within our team, because mm-hmm. leaders will ultimately help me lead other people as well. And that's what's going to allow me to scale. You know, systems are great, but really in reality, you need some leaders on your team. 100%. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that kind of struck me because I'm such a processes and systems guy. I mean, to the, to the nth degree and it, it, the, the tweet said, uh, it said, I'm, th- uh, you know, a, a bad employee will mess up a good process. 
Yeah. And a good employee might not need that process. They're going to figure it out. And he said, I'm thinking, I'm rethinking my, my love of systems. And I, I've been guilty of that as well. I built these very detailed systems and then mm-hmm. somebody doesn't follow along. Uh, so it is definitely a balancing act and you absolutely need leaders. And it's, uh, it's uh, certainly a who, not how situation. In some oh, of these I love cases, that book. But, uh, love that book. Yeah, yeah, definitely keeps things uh, definitely keeps things interesting. So you got fifty VAs uh, within the agency now. That is that's really cool. And obviously, you guys tapped on on a need here with these entrepreneurs. And I see a lot in real estate where it can be overwhelming if you're not a if you're not a web guy or an SEO guy or a Facebook you know ads guy. Right. Which, you know, you, you had that skill set, but gosh, if you don't know how to spin up a WordPress site and, and develop a newsletter and kind of automate some things that you could spend all day trying to figure that stuff out, right? All, all day. And that's not where they're going to spend their, that's not where their superpower is, right? Yes. You know, yes. I always ask clients, I say, where do you believe you can be where you're the most valued? And no one's going to say posting on social media, right? Right. Or writing a newsletter, but it's necessary. Right. Well, imagine if someone is doing that, they can do that in probably half the time that it takes someone who doesn't do it all the time to do it. What can you do with that time? Huge. That's how you're able to scale. Right. And so what have you seen for yourself as the organizations have grown as kind of your highest and best use of your time or or your superpower? Is it defined to a couple of things or or how do you see that? I would say that on the medical practice and um, in real estate or or the virtual assistant, my superpower is in the expansion, the vision, right? And I want to make sure I focus on that. And once we do something new, I like to see, um, I like to see how we can systematize it, really, you know. So once we're able to systematize it and put it into play. Now we look at, okay, what's the next step that's going to allow us to grow to the next step? You know, is it uh, different services within the medical practice and the virtual assistants? Like our goal, we made a goal early in the month to get to, to double, to double the amount of virtual assistants by June 31st. And our ultimate goal is how can we help a thousand business owners transform their business through outsourcing using virtual assistants. See, because that's going to make a huge impact, whether they're roofers, you know, we have a recent gentleman that we onboarded who cleans barbecues. I was like, wow, he cleaned barbecues and ovens, you know? Never heard of that. Not the yeah. barbecue side. Everybody's that's, got a barbecue. Got everybody's like got a barbecue. And yeah. he hired two other guys to do the barbecue. And he also is an affiliate with uh, another barbecue online website. And I said, oh my gosh. He says, Alex, if someone can just reply to some messages and do the newsletters for me, that would save me hours, hours. And we figured out after we sat down for about 45 minutes, I said, not only can they do this, this, and this, but this person can do this, this, and this. And they're like, oh my gosh, I never even thought of that. I said, yeah. So that's 40 hours out of his week where he could be doing something else. And he's going to be able to scale from him and two guys to him to four guys and two trucks cleaning ovens and barbecues. You know, winter is the ovens, summer is the barbecue. So he's got both seasons locked in. I said, we're going to help you grow, man. 
Oh, that's super exciting. Obviously, he's got the competency to do the work. The marketing is like this whole other thing, right? That needs yes. somebody else to handle it. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's going to be huge. What would you say you're most passionate about between the three businesses? Uh, so very different, complementary in ways that yeah. you discussed, but, uh, you know, what, what, which one of them is, are you most passionate about? It's, it's a different type of passion for each one. Right. Because it, the reason why I started my medical practice was because my mom was helped by a doctor. And every single day we help tons of people in the practice, right? Being a business owner, I knew how hard it was and overwhelmed I was in 2016 without a virtual assistant. So that first one, I knew what type of impact it made for me. And for the real estate is not knowing what to do with my money after I've made it. Right. Yeah. That is huge, right? Yeah. I would say it's different. My passion is different for is, is someone's health versus someone's business versus someone's wealth and legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, there, I can't pick one because all three, you need, you need three. I, it worked three works so well for me. Right. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Those are all critical uh, components of, of people's lives if you're a business owner. So you talked a little bit about the goals for the agency. And I think that's such a, such mm-hmm. a cool business to have. And that, that the demand for that is, is not going away. Um, what are some of the other goals that you see? We're talking kind of uh, Q1 here, 2023, right? Um, interesting kind of macro business environment and whatever the Fed's doing. But what are some of your other goals kind of for the for the next year and, and beyond? For the yeah, for the no other doubt businesses? for real estate, we want to be able to really connect with more people. This is going to be a year for us to build a lot of relationships, and uh, sure. We consistently get on about five to 10 Zoom calls every single week, like individual calls, right? With, and talk to people who are in the real estate space and finding good operators, consistently finding good operators to work with so that when we are ready to raise, right, we are working on asset management to see who we can be complementary to, right? right? And really build a relationship with. So this is going to be a year of relationships. And for the medical practice is getting to that second practice, you know, building a goal for that second practice. And that's going to be really, really big for us and our team to be able to do that. Yeah, I love it. I, I absolutely love it. Um, well, this has been great. I'm, I'm inspired. I, I do like, I enjoy running multiple businesses, keeping the plate spinning. It's very engaging and energizing. Uh, obviously challenging sometimes, but um, some of the wins are are really a lot of fun too. If somebody wants to connect with you on the on the real estate side, I want to learn about that. And then if they want to connect you on the agency side, I want to learn more about that too. So if somebody wants to learn more about Zephyr and the, the real estate side, what's a good avenue for that? Yeah. So to learn more about the real estate, they can go to zephyrequity.com. They can go to uh, dralextam.com to learn more about me and my family. And okay. then also reach out to me on LinkedIn, you know, LinkedIn, Facebook Messenger, um, we're all there. So we respond really, really quickly. Um, so yeah, people can reach out. Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything specifically for the agency or is that kind of rolled up within Zephyr? Oh, the agency, it's completely separate. You know, Zephyr gotcha. Equity, it's mainly for people who want to invest 
And sure. the, the streamline team, that's the name of our agency, is where people need help to uh, who are overwhelmed on their business. Right? right. So we can hop on a call and I, I like to always hop on a call and meet people first without sure. without a specific topic. You know, of course, people who want to meet for specific things, we can hop on a discovery call, but sure. I always like to get to know more people. And, you know, like I said, I hop on five to 10 Zoom calls every single week, meeting same or new people. So I love to do that with any of our audience, any of your audience who are looking for help. Yeah, awesome. Well, we'll link to that in the show notes. If you're listening, you can scroll down past the description of this show and click through and check out uh, Alex's website there. Alex, thanks so much for jumping on. It was great to, to chat. Love talking shop as a business owner and real estate uh, investor. So thank you very much. Wish you guys continued success in the year ahead. Kevin, thank you so much. Have a great day. All right. Take care. Thank you for listening to the DJE podcast. For more information, please go to djetexas.com.